Hey, my name's Jamie Poisson, and I'm the host of Frontburner. It's the CBC's daily news podcast. And every day we're discussing the big events and fault lines shaping Canada and the world. Politics, economics, social movements, you name it. Sometimes we even talk about really fun stuff like the enduring relevance of Lord of the Rings. You can hear Frontburner on CBC Listen or wherever you get your podcasts. This is a CBC Podcast. Hi, I'm Dr. Brian Goldman. Welcome to The Dose. We consume a lot of artificial sweeteners. Well, a new decade-long study published this month in the British Medical Journal suggests that sweeteners like aspartame and sucralose could put us at greater risk of cardiovascular diseases. This study joins many others that say similar bad things about these ubiquitous products. So today, we're asking, is it time to cut out artificial sweeteners. Hi, Leslie. Welcome to The Dose. Hi, Brian. Thanks so much for having me today. I have to confess that I adore actual sweets. My current fix is candy-coated almonds. Do you ever indulge? You know what? Occasionally, I'll indulge in, you know, something sweet. I, I don't have a sweet tooth, though, and that is the truth. So I'm sort of the last person that will raise my hand when dessert is offered. I just... Luckily, don't have a sweet tooth. Now, if you ask me about some kind of um, beautiful, thin crust, wood oven pizza, that's a different story. Okay, well, then you're the perfect person to tell us what we shouldn't be doing. Um, But before we begin, can you give us a hi, my name is, tell us what you do and where you do it. Just ad lib. Yeah, my name is Leslie Beck. I'm a registered dietitian based in Toronto. I'm the director of food and nutrition at MedCan. Um, and I also write a weekly column in the Globe and Mail. Leslie, there are a lot of sweeteners out there. Generally speaking, which sweeteners are we talking about? Well, if you're referring to this particular study, this study looked at, um, you know, it measured the intake of all artificial sweeteners, total artificial sweeteners. So we're talking about things like aspartame, brand name equal, sucralose, brand name Splenda, another one called asulfame potassium, which is all, which is added to foods. But there are others, cyclamate, um, saccharin, those are sold as tabletop sweeteners as well. And, you know, artificial sweeteners are allowed to be added to thousands of foods, all sorts of foods, you know, including yogurt, baked goods, frozen desserts, pancake syrup, um, ketchup, gum, and of course, soft drinks. So they're, as you mentioned earlier, they really are ubiquitous. And are these products that contain artificial sweeteners, generally speaking, clearly labeled so that people know that they're that they're consuming them, that they're buying a product that has them? Yes, they, they would be labeled that they contain an artificial sweetener. And they, you can also see that on the ingredient list. You didn't mention stevia. What about that one? Well, that's very interesting. So, so stevia is is it, it's not technically considered an artificial sweetener. It's not man-made in a lab. Um, it does come from a natural product. I mean, it's highly processed by the time it gets to be a tabletop sweetener. But that's really interesting because in the summer, the World Health Organization launched a public consultation on draft guidelines on the use of non-sugar sweeteners. And this was after earlier this year, the World Health Organization published a very comprehensive updated research review on um, non-sugar sweeteners and their health effects. And basically, this guideline, which was 
you know, the deadline for public comments was August 14th. This guideline states that non-sugar sweeteners should not be used as a means of achieving weight control or reducing the risk of chronic disease. And non-sugar sweeteners were defined as all synthetic and naturally occurring or modified non-nutritive sweeteners that aren't classified as sugar. So this definition then would include things like stevia and monk fruit, not just artificial sweeteners like sucralose and aspartame, for example. You've mentioned the study, which I have mentioned as well, the most recent uh, study from France. Um, This new BMJ study suggests that artificial sweeteners, especially aspartame and sucralose, can increase the risk of cardiovascular disease. What's notable about that study? Well, I, I think a couple of things. Uh, first of all, it was very large. Over 100,000 adults were followed. 80% of them, by the way, were women. Um, and as you mentioned, they were followed for more than a decade. But I think the other thing that, that's notable about this study, it measured artificial sweeteners, total intake, as well as the intake of many different types of artificial sweeteners. And whereas many studies that have gone before this one have measured intake of uh, artificially sweetened soft drinks as a proxy for artificial sweeteners. So I think that is notable as well. So uh, let's review some of the findings. What, What did you see as the key findings in that study? Well, overall, they found that a high intake of artificial sweeteners was associated with a greater risk of developing cardiovascular disease over the course of the study. Um, Aspartame intake, a high intake of aspartame was linked to a greater risk of stroke, uh, whereas a high intake of sucralose and asulfame potassium was tied to a higher risk of coronary heart disease. And just for perspective, for people who consumed high intakes of artificial sweeteners, the average daily intake was 77 milligrams a day. That's about two packets of artificially sweetened uh, sweeteners or 200 milliliters of diet pop a day. That doesn't seem like a lot to me. Well, it doesn't seem like a lot. And I think that's, that's one of the interesting findings. And there have been, you know, previous research has also suggested that, you know, uh, you know, even half the acceptable daily intake of artificial sweeteners can cause changes in the body. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I think that's really important to note. And now, now of course, like all nutritional studies, this is not this is not without limitations. And one of the big ones here, of course, is that it's an observational study. It followed people for a decade or more. So it doesn't prove that consuming artificial sweeteners causes cardiovascular disease. Um, even so, this finding certainly suggests that substituting artificial sweeteners for sugar does not protect against cardiovascular disease and may, in fact, increase the risk. And, and it's not the first study to suggest harm. Other, many other large studies have raised concerns over artificial sweeteners. What are some of the major findings of some of those other studies? So, for example, a 2019 study followed 450,000 adults from 10 European countries for 16 years. So this is a larger sample now. And it found that people who drank two or more eight-ounce servings of diet pop a day versus less than one serving a month had a greater risk of early death. Um, And earlier this year, as I mentioned earlier, the World Health Organization published an updated review of studies that were conducted in adults, in kids, in pregnant women, that looked at the intake of artificial sweeteners on many different health effects. And it found that the consumption of artificially sweetened drinks was, uh, was tied to an increased risk of higher cholesterol, high blood pressure, glucose 
intolerance, even a greater risk of stroke and dying from cardiovascular disease. So, so really, there, there really is growing evidence to challenge the assumption that artificial sweeteners are metabolically inert substances. And I, and I do think these findings should give us pause. Hi, I'm Asha Tomlinson. And I'm David Common. And we're hosts of CBC Marketplace. We're award-winning investigative journalists that want to help you avoid clever scams, unsafe products, and sketchy services. Our TV show has been Canada's top investigative consumer watchdog for more than 50 years. But this is our first podcast. CBC Marketplace podcast is available now on the CBC Listen app or wherever you get your podcasts. What do artificial sweeteners actually do inside our bodies? Well, you know, in in terms of increasing the risk of cardiovascular disease, some studies have found that um, regularly consuming these things is associated with risk factors for heart disease like high blood pressure, elevated cholesterol, insulin resistance. But another possible way in which artificial sweeteners may increase the risk of cardiovascular disease is by activating sweet taste receptors in our gut, which then trigger the release of insulin and the absorption of sugar into the bloodstream. And as well, experimental studies have also found that artificial sweeteners alter the composition of our gut microbiome, those good gut microbes that that live inside our gut. And they alter the composition of our gut microbiome in a direction that can lead to inflammation and glucose intolerance. So bottom line, while we're talking today about a very large observational study, um, there are very plausible ways in which these substances can impact our health. And let's look at it from the other uh, side of things. A lot of people believe that artificial sweeteners are a key part of losing weight. So what evidence is there that they help people do that? Very little, very little evidence, in in fact. Um, And that's one of the reasons why the World Health Organization is recommending a guideline that people don't use them as a means for weight control. Um, And in fact, although it's debated, um, artificial sweeteners um, have been associated with an increased risk of weight gain. Um, Some studies have found that. So there's very little evidence that, you know, swapping out your sugar for artificial sweeteners is going to help you lose weight. You've mentioned that uh, that the, the current study and others are are observational studies. So, is there a possibility that it's not consuming artificial sweeteners that's the problem, but a whole bunch of other unhealthy habits that might be leading people who consume artificial sweeteners to have a higher risk of cardiovascular events? Well, certainly that's possible. And, and, and I will say that these observational studies, these large, long observational studies, the researchers really do adjust or account for many other risk factors for heart disease or whatever they're looking at. Um, that said, you know, it's still possible that they miss something and there might be something else going on about these people who consume artificial sweeteners um, that puts them at risk for cardiovascular disease, let's say. I'll also mention that the big, big review from the World Health Organization published this this year, um, not only did it look at observational studies, it also included randomized controlled trials, which are, you know, the gold standard of scientific evidence. Do you think that, that we've reached the point where the consumption of artificial sweeteners is becoming a public health hazard? Because remember, cardiovascular disease is, is the most common disease uh, afflicting uh, people who live in modern society. You know, I, I certainly think we have lots of evidence out there now uh, to, to strongly suggest that uh, 
a, a regular daily intake of artificial sweeteners could potentially cause health problems down the road. And so I, I would advise if people are daily consumers of these products, of these tabletop sweeteners, I would advise cutting back. At the same time, you know, there's now a drumbeat of research on the dangers of too much sugar. Mm-hmm. Uh, so given what we've been talking about, is sugar a safer alternative than artificial sweeteners? Well, I don't recommend trading in your artificial sweeteners for, for real sugar. I mean, there is absolutely consistent evidence that a high intake of added sugar, especially sugar-sweetened beverages, is tied to a greater risk of obesity, heart disease, and, and type 2 diabetes. So, uh, you know, I would advise people to, you know, replace your diet soft drinks with sparkling water or flavored carbonated water, for example, and of course, that ones that don't contain added sugar. Um, if you're used to putting a packet of artificial sweetener in your coffee or tea or sprinkling it over your oatmeal, for example, I would advise people to cut back gradually. You know, each week, incrementally reduce the amount of sweetener you use. And I give the same advice for added sugar, real sugar. You know, if if you're eating artificially sweetened yogurts, for example, um, try switching to plain yogurt and sweetening it with fruit. Um, you know, and, and I think the point here is too, It is entirely possible to adjust your taste buds and come to prefer a less sweet taste. And I think that's important. Artificial sweeteners are intensely sweet. So if we're getting used to this intensely sweet flavor, and this is what we want in our foods, you know, having fruit for dessert isn't going to be attractive to people. So I think it's important, whether we're talking about artificial sweeteners or you know, sugar or honey for that matter, is to really limit our use as a sweetening tool. Can you say more about how you advise uh, your own patients, clients, about, uh, you know, how to gradually cut back? In, you're not talking about, about cutting back cold turkey from, from, from sweetened products. No. So, for example, if we're talking about um, artificial sweeteners and people are putting a packet of them in their coffee every day, or sometimes I have clients that have two packets, you know, I'll, I'll give them, you know, each week reduce by a quarter of a package or half of a package until you get used to that lower sweet taste. Um, and the same thing with sugar. If people are putting a couple of teaspoons in their sugar each day or having a double-double from Tim Hortons, let's say, you know, gradually, incrementally cut back the sugar, cut back a quarter of a teaspoon a week, cut back a half a teaspoon a week. So, so those strategies do work to help people get used to uh, a less sweet taste. How successful is this approach when you, when you give that kind of advice? Well, I think among among people who are motivated to cut back their use of whether it's artificial sweeteners or added sugars, doing it gradually over a period of time, um, people are successful and they want to do it. They're motivated from a health standpoint to do it. So it absolutely can be successful versus going cold turkey. Leslie Beck, thank you so much for joining us. You're welcome. Leslie Beck is a registered dietitian and columnist based in Toronto. Here's your dose of smart advice. There's growing evidence that consuming artificial sweeteners puts your heart and your metabolism at risk. That's on top of other studies showing that they can contribute to heart risk factors like type 2 diabetes and high blood pressure. The thing is, those studies say just two or three packets worth of artificial sweeteners per day can be hazardous in the long run. If you have a couple of cans of diet soft drinks a week, that's probably okay. But if you consume a lot of artificial sweeteners every day, 
you should cut back. That advice applies to products that contain well-established sweeteners like aspartame, sucralose, saccharin, and xylitol. We know less about stevia because it hasn't been studied as extensively. By design, these products are intensely sweet on our taste buds. Like sugar, they both satisfy and increase cravings. That makes it challenging to quit cold turkey. You're more likely to succeed if you reduce your consumption gradually by allowing you to get used to foods with less sweetness over time. Unfortunately, boosting your sugar intake is not a healthy alternative. We'll have more to say about that later this season on The Dose. If you have topics you'd like discussed or questions answered, our email address is thedose at cbc.ca. You can find The Dose wherever you get your podcasts. If you like this episode, please rate us five stars so more people can find us. This edition of The Dose was produced by Jason Vermesh. Our senior producer is Colleen Ross. The Dose wants you to be better informed about your health. If you're looking for medical advice, see your healthcare provider. I'm Dr. Brian Goldman. Until your next dose. For more CBC podcasts, go to cbc.ca/podcasts.